1: The Rock is Lit Vault.
0: Welcome to the is Lit Vault, where you can find outtakes from the regular episodes and extended episodes, as well as special features, behind-the-scenes peaks, and breaking news. Join me, Christy Alexander Halberg, for each enthralling episode, then migrate to the vault for Rocky's Lit Deep Cuts. Hello, Lit listeners. I hope everybody's doing well out there in Podcast Land. In lieu of a regular episode this week, I'm coming at you from the Rock is lit vault. I've got some news and announcements I wanted to share with you before we move on to the next full episode, which will drop next week. Previous season two episodes recap. First of all, I hope you're enjoying season two of the podcast. We've got a long way to go before we wind up this season right before the summer solstice. And in case you've missed any of the first five episodes of season two, here's a recap. Episode 18 features Melissa Ragsley, author of the short story collection We Know This Will All Disappear, with Aaron Camaro, co-host of Decibel Geek Podcast, another proud member of the Pantheon Podcast family. Aaron does a deep dive into the Guns N' Roses song Rocket Queen, which plays a significant role in one of the stories in Melissa's book. Episode 19 features Daniel Paisner, author of the novel Balloon Dog. Brad Page, host of the I'm In Love With That Song podcast, yet another fellow Pantheon podcaster, comes on board to tell you everything you ever wanted to know about the Rolling Stones iconic song, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, because the song was the inspiration behind Dan's novel. Tune in to find out why. Episode 20 is a celebration of the release of the audiobook of my own rock novel, Searching for Jimmy Page. You can snag a copy of the audiobook on iTunes, Audible, or Amazon. The paperback is still available on Amazon, your local indie bookstore, or wherever you buy books. In this episode, Melissa Connell and I talk about her experience narrating the audiobook. Then you get to listen to the first chapter. I think you'll agree with me that Melissa does a hell of a job bringing my characters to life. For the bulk of the episode, though, I'm joined by the legendary Dave Lewis, Who is a Led Zeppelin superfan, Led Zeppelin historian, and the founder and editor of the Led Zeppelin fan magazine Tight But Loose. You can also find this episode on YouTube, by the way. Chris L. Terry, author of Black Card, does double duty as both author and music guru in episode 21. Chris and I talk about his fabulous novel, about a mixed-race punk rock musician in the early 2000s, as well as Chris's own experience as a mixed-race punk rocker in various bands during that same period. We cover a lot of ground in this episode, some of it controversial, all of it interesting, and as always, you'll hear some very cool music. Episode 22 features the first horror rock novel on Rock is Lit, with Rob Herrera's book, Hangman's Jam, about a mysterious song that haunts an up-and-coming rock band. Think Stephen King meets Nine Inch Nails. Xena Shrek pops in in the last segment to talk about the power music can have in magical and spiritual practices. If you missed any of these episodes, or the first 17 that comprise Season 1, now is as good a time as any to play catch-up. What's coming up in Season 2? Subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any of the fabulous episodes coming up. Starting next week with the first science fiction rock novel to appear on Rock is Lit. Sarah Pensker's celebrated novel, A Song for a New Day. Rock is Lit veteran Nabil Ayers also shares the build on this episode. Nabil schools me on the ins and outs of DIY music venues, something the musician characters in Sarah's novel know a little something about. Here are some more teasers for a few upcoming episodes in season two. If you love David Bowie, you're going to love the episode featuring Lance Olsen's novel Always Crashing in the Same Car. Then there's Cheryl J. Fish's debut novel, Off the Yoga Mat, set during the Y2K craze and includes a character who is obsessed with Bob Dylan. Lucas Hare, co-host of the Is It Rolling Bob? Talking Dylan podcast, rejoins Rock is Lit in Cheryl's episode, to give some insight into what Dylan's career looked like in the late 1990s early 2000s FYI it was more eventful than you might think Jessamine Violet and Lena Macaro. In the April 13 episode it's all about the LA rock scene in the 1990s The star of this episode is writer, drummer for the band Movie Club and badass extraordinaire Jessamine Violet whose debut YA-LGBTQ novel Secret Rules to Being a Rock Star is about to drop in a manner befitting the rock novel classic it's destined to become, with a launch at Book Soup located on the world-famous Sunset Strip, with an after-show party across the street at the Viper Room. And y'all, I'm gonna be there. Also on Jessamine's episode is another badass, LA Weekly Culture and Entertainment Editor Lena LeCaro. We will talk about just how wild and crazy the LA music scene was in the 1990s. She was there, checking out the bands on the strip, scoping out rave venues, and writing about it all. Make sure you catch this April 13th episode. Then, if you're in the LA area, Jessamine's book launched on April 18. Not in the LA area? No sweat. Jessamine is taking this show on the road for a Readin' Rockin' Rainbow tour. You can find dates, locations, and ticket info in the show notes. Graham Parsons and the sequel to Searching for Jimmy Page. I'll end this preview of upcoming Season 2 episodes with this little nugget. I'll be recording the April 20 episode from none other than the Joshua Tree Inn. More specifically, Room 8. If that particular room doesn't ring a bell, here's a hint. Graham Parsons. Yep, I'm off to celebrate the life of the father of country rock, that originator of what he called Cosmic American Music, and former member of the Birds and the Flying Burrito Brothers, Graham Parsons, who died in Room 8 of the Joshua Tree Inn in 1973. Why am I devoting an episode of Rock is Lit to Graham's room at the Joshua Tree Inn? Well, That brings me to more news, or an announcement, or whatever you want to call this. I've officially begun my second novel, which as it turns out is a sequel to Searching for Jimmy Page. Only in this story, Graham Parsons is the rock star in this rock novel, albeit in a very different fashion from the role Jimmy Page played in Searching for Jimmy Page. That's really all I want to say about this for now, except the new novel will include several of the characters from Searching for Jimmy Page, including our intrepid protagonist, Luna Kane. Now, I wouldn't normally spill news about a project I haven't completed, but I'm hoping you listeners will help keep me on task so that it doesn't take me 8 million years to finish this novel the way it did searching for Jimmy Page. I'll be including updates on my progress throughout Season 2. Okay, well, as long as it takes me to crank out a whole draft of the book, which will take longer than just Season 2. Feel free to send questions about the novel in progress or much-needed encouragement in emails or post on social media. I'll take all the cheerleading I can get. Plus, I figure the more people who know and nag me about the project, the more likely I'll get it done before I'm eighty. Rock is lit internship opportunity. The final bit of news I want to throw at you is a combination thank you and request. As you know, Rock is lit is the very first podcast devoted to rock novels, a subgenre of literature that is exploding. Anybody heard of Taylor Jenkins Reid's Daisy Jones and the Six? There are countless podcasts that focus on nonfiction music books, like biographies, autobiographies, criticism, reviews. But Rock Is Lit is the only one devoted to the convergence of fiction and music, rock novels. And I'm not talking fan fiction, y'all. This subgenre includes Pulitzer Prize winners like Jennifer Egan's A Visit from the Goon Squad, and National Book Award nominated novels like Dana Sbiota's Eat the Document. It includes novels by LGBTQ authors with LGBTQ characters. It includes authors and characters of color and various ethnicities. It includes stories about music and musicians from rap, blues, country, classic rock, punk, and indie rock. It includes sci-fi, horror, straight up literary fiction, mixed genre. You'll hear more about that in the episode featuring Lance Olson's novel, Always Crashing in the Same Car. It includes novels by rock stars, about rock stars, like Susie Quattro's novel The Hurricane. And good lord, it includes the aforementioned Taylor Jenkins Reid and her runaway bestseller, Daisy Jones and the Six. In short, there's something for everyone in the rock novels family. And there's no shortage of material for the Rock is Lit podcast to mine, as I've discovered. Rocky's Lit is growing and getting more and more attention, and I want to thank everyone who has tuned in and helped spread the word. It's been a dream come true to combine my passion for literature and music, both as a writer of rock novels and as the creator and host of the first podcast focusing on rock novels. I hope you'll stick with the show and continue to help it grow and become all that I know it can be. You can do that by listening to the episodes, subscribing to the podcast, posting positive comments and reviews on such platforms as GoodPods and Apple. And you can do one more little thing. I'm a one-person band on this podcast journey, and I've reached the point where I could use some roadies. If you know any college students who want to do an internship that will involve audio editing, possibly video editing, research, and keeping a social media presence to promote the podcast in general and episodes specifically, please email me at christyalexanderhallberg at gmail.com. I've got more than enough work to keep some folks busy who need experience in this area. Tell you what, the first five people who email me with questions or information about an internship with Rock is Lit, and this could be for yourself or somebody else, doesn't matter. You will not only get a big old thank you, but I'll also throw in a free audiobook of my novel searching for Jimmy Page. That's all from the Rock is Lit vault for now. Hang tight for next week's regular episode featuring Sarah Pinsker's sci-fi rock novel A Song for a New Day and Bill Ayers as music guru who will school us all on DIY music venues. Hopefully Wyatt, the Rock is Lit mascot, will be feeling much better by then. That poor little dude has had a rough go since his freak accident back in November, which required surgery on both of his back legs. Thank you to those of you who asked about how he's doing. He just got out of the cast yesterday, so we all finally got a good night's rest. Thank goodness. Until next time, Lit listeners, keep rocking and reading and getting lit.
1: Rock is lit.